Welcome, everyone. You're listening to it, perhaps watching Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Network. Your host, Pease Del Riz. Joining me, as always, is the Expo's cap adorning Terry Tam. How's it going, buddy? Good. I didn't hear the music again, Hugo. Really? It's super loud in my headset. If you were here, Terry, I could adjust your headset for you. Uh, but you're not here, <laughs> Now I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully soon we'll be in the same. I haven't seen you in person, it feels like, in a year. I, I can't even think of last time. Even is every it, time I went to your brother's house, you... you it was something... You, I had something else, yeah. Yeah, you didn't golf? show up. Yeah. Sorry? Did play golf? Oh, yeah, the golf tournament. Oh, we play golf. golf. Yeah, we play golf to make, together once all summer, which is terrible. The Uncle Mike's... The, the Uncle Mike's... The uh, Mike's Barbecue uh, golf tournament. That's true. That's true. Uh, Eagle is joining us from the nest. How's it going, buddy? I have gotten sleep. I am now a functional adult again. I mean, oh adult God. is a, a key word here. Last but. week was terrible. I have a story about last week. I don't know if it's because of lack of sleep, but it's. I didn't put two two together. Together, it might be this. I went to do uh, the groceries as I do every weekend. Uh, I'm uh, I'm the Bill Parcells. I, I I shop for my groceries and I make the food, so I do both parts of that. Um, the thing is, I I you guys know this also. I don't. I don't drive a lot. I don't like to drive. If possible, I don't drive. Even for my groceries, I usually get them delivered because why not? Life is awesome and living in 2021, save for the global pandemic. Also, there's been like 15 shootings in your area, so you don't want to step outside. That's another thing, which is kind of freaking me out a little bit. But anyway, neither here nor there. Um, I I, So I drove to go get groceries. Uh, We're in a bit of a hurry, so I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll drive and I'll take care of it. So I go to uh, the grocery store, get the groceries, walk back to... So first thing is I hit up two stores. The first store, my groceries were in a box, in a large box, uh, put them in in the back seat, drove to the grocery store, uh, second grocery store, uh, came out with uh, two paper bags in my hands, opened the back seat, and I was like, oh, wait a second. I thought I put the groceries here. I was like, oh, I probably put in the trunk. Put the groceries down, and I was like, man... My wife really left a mess in this car. There's like fast food wrappers and stuff and like, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then I sit down at the front seat of the car. It's not your car. And I'm staring blankly for about five seconds before I realize exactly that, Terry. It's not my car. And then I spent another 15 seconds in, my, in the car thinking, there's been a bunch of shootings in my area. How do I step out of this car without looking like I was breaking into this car? That's the you have to take your groceries like, out of the car, then, right? What you have to take your stuff out of the car. Because I then have to take my stuff out of my out of this car and walk to my car. Um, and so I just sort of sat there, looked around. No one seemed to be coming around. I came and I, I, I then like thought to myself, do I lock the door? Because is there a reason the person left their car unlocked? Um, so I locked it thinking of being the good Samaritan, but we'll see. I've, I've done that a few times. Like I walk by a car with a trunk. I can see it's open and I'm like, are they bringing something into the car and I just don't see them? Is or there someone in here? Is, yeah, that would be even worse. Like, or do I like close the trunk on their behalf and I've always left it. Cause I can only imagine like two guys trying to carry like this big fucking like 80 pound object or whatever. Right. They're like hugging it through the house, trying to get into their car and they had popped the trunk originally and then they get there and it's been locked again and they go motherfucker and everything. So I want to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's also I'm lazy. Yeah. I've done that too. And so like, yeah, I'm, I'm always happy if someone closes my doors for me. But yeah, has ever happened to you, Terry, where you physically sat in somebody else's driver's seat and not realized it was theirs? It did happen to me once, and I'm, it's like it's it's very foggy in my brain. I remember, fuck, what what happened? I don't even remember. But yeah, it happened to me once where I got into a car and I sat down and I was like, something's off right here. It was my exact same car, and I was like, something's off. And then I'm like, it, it takes me a, it takes you a second to realize it's like. Wait, this isn't my this isn't my car. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, and like maybe five years ago or six years ago, I don't panic and I just get out of the person's car and it's obvious I'm not doing anything wrong. But again, recently with all the tensions being at a maximum in general and with all the shootings in my area, I was like, maybe I should be a little more cautious than usual. Yeah, just get out of, get out of the car with your hands up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> just just ah, just screaming with my hands up. <laughs> this actually me? reminds me of a. It was a Twitch streamer. I can't remember what her name was, but exactly that. She ordered an Uber while she was streaming live, and she gets into a car, uh, who she thinks is her Uber driver, but instead it's a guy looking to pick up a girl for a night type of thing. So, I actually I found the clip. Here we go. How was your night? 
Good, how was your night? Good, good, good. What's your name? Caroline. Sebastian. Sebastian, nice to meet you. Hello. You're looking for Caroline, right? Yeah. Where Where are you visiting from? From Washington D.C. Oh, well, I live here. Oh my God, that's awesome. Are you an Uber? No. Oh my God, drop me off. Oh, okay. I, oh I, my I, God. I, I was a misunderstanding. Okay. Thank Forgive you. Me. I've so, so good. How was your night? I want to give benefit of the doubt, but I'm gonna call bullshit because who sits in the front seat of an Uber? It's the weird. That was, that, that's the weirdest thing in the world. That's the weirdest part about that video is sitting in the front seat of an Uber. Yeah, I want to see the uh, the lead up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like. I, I like got skeptical hippo eyes, big time. Skep big time skeptical. Also, hippo she's eyes. not that great an actress, so you can see it's kind of a fake call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eagle, eagle, you got fooled. It's the internet. You got fooled by the first. internet the way I do on a on you know like a monthly basis on this show. Uh, so with that all said, you got let's fooled get by the it. internet like I get fooled by math. <laughs> let's get to it. It it's is now fooled. time for the news. Ah, Terry, it's the news. We're still recovering from, uh, Terry, you're a watch enthusiast, so you, you're going to get this. We're, we're, we're just recovering from, uh, you know, uh, having to pull the studio apart and rebuild it so the clock hasn't been set up yet. But I'm wearing a diver watch today, so I was able to use Ooh. the dial to be able to time the show. So let's see how attentive I am, if I actually pay attention to it or not. You're, you able, to use, you're able to use the watch for its purpose. Yeah, to tell time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, you set the dial, right? So you can see exactly how far 60 minutes is and all that. So um, yeah. that said, um, I said a couple of weeks ago that I wasn't sure why I was celebrating why Urban Meyer was struggling in the NFL. And that was kind of coded, if I'm being entirely honest. I know exactly why I don't root for Urban Meyer, but I kind of wanted just to use it as a talking point because... He's kind of a douchebag, right? Like, Big let's, time. Let, let's put away this weekend, right? Because this weekend, in and of itself, isn't anything necessarily criminal. It's just something that's a bad look, looks distasteful. Uh, and we're going to get into what it was in a second, of course. But in all the other things that make up what Urban Meyer is, uh, he just always kind of gives me the creeps, right? Oh, yeah, big time. And so I, I kind of want to get that conversation started a couple of weeks ago. We, ta we talked about it a little bit. Uh, but now this gives us license to talk about it all the time. This is a picture of Urban Meyer. Uh, he's at his own bar in Ohio where he stayed behind after the game against Cincinnati um, because he wants to spend time with his family. His wife tweeted out, uh, Urban's had such a rough time. I'm taking care of the house while he, uh, he uh, takes a load off. Perhaps this isn't the load she was referring to. Did you see the new video? The new video. There's a new video. Can a different you angle. Okay, I'm gonna go can find it. Can you send it to Eagle it. or Eagle? Can you dig it up? It's it's a different angle. Okay, I'm gonna go it's find true. it. I'm gonna go find it. I'm gonna go find it. Keep talking. Um, I'll find it. I have it. One sec. So uh, Eagle, let, let me finish this point before before you bring the video up. But so my thing is is that look, we don't know. Maybe he's got an open relationship with his wife. Like we've seen sort of the, the Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith come come out in the open last uh, couple of years. Um, we, we, we know that this is something that happens in society. That said, it feels like even if that's the case, I don't know how comfortable his wife is with him being so public about the situation. And it's more the public embarrassment and the fact that this guy's had a history of lying. I'll give some examples. He had a murderer <laughs> in his midst, midst in, in Florida where there were suspicions of, of his behavior while he was there, so much so that Urban Meyer told him to go to the NFL and not come back to Florida. So he knew enough to tell him that. 
he knew that one of his coaches was beating his wife to the point where she was scared for her life. And 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 covered it up. And then the eagle. <laughs> I'm trying. So this is the original yeah, I said wait for me to finish I know. the point. I know, I know. I'm trying to load it up. Just hit pause. No, this is it. This is the same video we saw. This is the original video. Yeah. There's yeah. a new video that just came out. So he was right. And here we go. I can see I why have this not seen this yet. I can see why this couldn't wait. Little handsy there. Perhaps a little fingery. I feel bad for this girl actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, because she didn't ask she's... to be all over the news, and for all she yeah, knows, exactly. she doesn't know he's married. She probably doesn't know who he is, uh, because you coach in Jacksonville. Relax. Um, the no, but like if he he's like royalty in Jacksonville. Yes. Yeah. Fair. That's where, that's where was, Florida is. This was in in Ohio. It wasn't in in Jacksonville. To be fair. You're right. He's probably well, he's actually... still royalty in Ohio. Yeah, but I mean, not to the same extent, and like. You know what I mean? Like you might not, she might not be a football fan. It's not a real celebrity, and it's not like seeing like a an actor or something. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's a next yeah, tier of celebrity. It's not even an, an athlete already has more cachet than a coach necessarily, right? I so, guess, yeah. Um, yeah. All those things. He just looks like a white dude who works at a bar. Eagle. So the reason here's a production 101. The reason why you need to wait is so that if we need to clip the thing we're saying, we can clip it up. I'm aware. I didn't realize the audio <laughs> was going to play. Um, anyway, it's only, it's, Fucking uh, eagle, man. if only you had an, a volume control on the, on the screen, um, I'm going to get a, I'm going to make a hat. I'm going to make a hat that says fucking eagle. Yeah. That's not, I'll, I'll wear it every second show. Um, the, the give, it, give it to your girlfriend, Terry. It'll make a lot of sense. then. <laughs> oh, um, or bring it to Urban Meyer because he can't seem to keep his hands to himself. Um, so these are, these are parts of the things. And on top of that, there's also, the, there's a lot of stories about how, he initially left Florida to spend more time with his family because he felt as though he was sort of losing his moral uh, compass. He actually said that. He actually put a voice to that. Um, and seeing all this, was like, oh, yeah, because you were the guy who couldn't stop going out to bars and drinking, and you were protected by the college campuses the same way Dennis Erickson was at the height of the U, the same way uh, that a lot of these, the, the, the Joe Paterno protected that whole terrible, you know, dark secret that happened to Penn State with, with Jerry Sandusky. Like, these college campuses operate on a different level. There's real reporting around NFL teams in a way that doesn't happen. And so I have a, a general, like, football point to make about this, but we'll do the football stuff later. In the meantime, let's have fun talking about the gropey, gropey, creepy Urban Meyer. He's awful. He's got the best hands on the team. Uh, I mean, well, Marvin Jones. Know, his, technique, <laughs> his technique was a little off. I'm not going to lie. I got to say, when, when Trevor, Lawrence, when Trevor mean, Lawrence has his hands under center, it looks more graceful. He he does, in his defense, have a lot of experience with college kids, right? So mm. I can understand why his hands aren't at, like, a professional level yet. That's fair. That's fair. And also, and do, all these sorority girls, do all these sorority girls have, like, daddy issues where they see Urban Meyer as, like, a hot piece of meat? Because I don't think he's that good-looking of a guy. So it was his bar. Um, so okay. I think... I think you know what it is, though, like when someone owns the bar and they're acting like king shit, and like some people are attracted to like sort of the power element, right? And so uh, it could be that. I don't think he's a particularly terrible human, like looking human. I think he's worse on the inside than he is on the outside. Um, oh, he's definitely dead on the inside. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So has this never happened before, or again, is this like something that now we're gonna start hearing more of it? Because like so I, he literally lived at college campuses for decades, right? It happens at college campuses. There's things I've seen on college campuses where uh, Jake Fromm was drinking underage, um, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's definitely things with coaches. Like I said, Eagle. Like if you have a chance, uh, you're, you're. I guess both of you guys are a little bit younger, but. Terry, you might know this just because of your your uh, your college football fandom. But when Dennis Erickson was the coach of the Miami Hurricanes, they would the police would escort him from the bar, drunkenly driving home to his yeah. house. It's been reported, and like 
that's Miami. That's a city with a real newspaper. Like that's not Gainesville, right? This is my <laughs> like Miami, New York, uh, you know, LA. These cities. Are how do you hard. how do you classify a real city? One real newspaper. That's real it. Newspaper. That's all. It's, it's one of the no, but it is, like okay. Yeah, it seems old fashioned, but like at the time when this is happening in the eighties, where there's no internet, that's a big deal, right? That that someone's actually reporting this versus like who like Aaron Hernandez killed somebody in Gainesville, you know? And then they the police just stop looking. That's a thing that happened. That, how about that? If you're real town, they don't stop looking for murderers in real cities. You never want you never want to be the guy that puts the the star quarterback or the star receiver in jail. You never want to be that guy. I think no. See, I'm sorry if. If you're the, if you're the coach of the team, if you're the CEO of that program, it's your job. It's your fucking job to do that. You know what I mean? So like, so, so you're saying you're saying we should I should fire Alex the intern? Yes, that's what I've been okay. telling you for two years. Two years. Is that what you're trying to say? Um, so Stephen A. Smith did have this to say on um, how whether or not he should be fired, whether or not Urban Meyer should be fired from his position because of this. I have an issue when people have personal things going on with their family and yeah. people think that that's a fireable offense this is a team that lost 15 straight before this man took over the job they've now lost 19 straight in four games he's already experienced something he's never experienced in his coaching career so him going out and trying to soothe himself you know, by drinking, or you know, I'm assuming he was taking a drink and he was hanging out with family members or whatever. Yeah. I'm not even talking about the woman because you got your family there. I don't know what yeah. you were thinking. That's a separate matter altogether. But to say that one incident itself is a fireable mm. offense, it is not. It's embarrassing. It reeks of hypocrisy. Yeah. He needed to be called out on it. It's good that it's publicized so he could be checked. But that one incident is not a fireable offense. If you want to take into account everything, then I do get where Dan Orlovsky yeah. and Marcus Spears are coming. And I'll ra- I- so this is also coming out <laughs> as it's it's tweeted that Mike Silver, uh, Mike Silver reported that he spoke to players in Jacksonville uh, that Urban Meyer didn't meet with the, he canceled the team meeting on Monday instead he met with individual position groups um, and that players uh, were la- laughing when he left the room that he had very little credibility to begin with. Uh, that he bought himself very little credibility, for example, with the Tim Tebow thing in a football sense, and this doesn't help to give him more credibility. Uh, so all of these things are coming out of the, the, the Jacksonville locker room, allegedly. Uh, Stephen A. Smith saying this in itself is not a fireable offense. But again, you look at the whole body of work, it's clear this guy's a liar. It's clear this guy is not someone who's generally respected outside of somehow Tim he Tebow. gets parents to, to send their kids to his school, right? And Tim T- Tim Tebow put a halo all over his career, right? By being better, like the the uber Christian model to society. The thing with recruiters is that w- if you're a good recruiter, you know exactly. You're not recruiting the player; you're recruiting the parent, right? Yeah. So you know exactly what to tell these kids, what they tell these parents. And he knows exactly your kid's gonna get an apartment. Your kid's gonna get uh, He's gonna have envelopes. A chance to play on Sunday. He's gonna have a chance to play on Sunday. He's gonna be playing in the top five program in the world in the in the country right now. Uh, we're playing on prime time. He's gonna get maximum exposure, and all that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. All that doesn't, doesn't matter. And so no, that no, brings no. Me- all that doesn't matter when it comes to recruiting. What matters when it comes oh, to yeah. recruiting well, yes. is what he tells them. He's like, now we're gonna hire you as a scout, and then you will be paid one hundred thousand dollars a year for your son to be playing with us. And that's basically what it is. And that's, that's just Urban Meyer. I mean, we can talk about it. like It's all conspiracies and whatever, but we know that college coaches did that. Urban Meyer left Ohio State because he was going to get caught doing something. Like, there's all these things. There's so many red flags about this guy, but he gets opportunities. He's just a good salesman. He knows how to promote himself. I think that Khan ended up hiring him because of the name he has in Jacksonville. 15 straight losses, like Stephen A. said. He's like, we need to change the mentality here. And but who's so, better than to bring in two, bring in Trevor Lawrence into here than Urban Meyer? Um, I think everyone is better, and I'll explain why. When are we going to stop doing this where we take the, the college messiah and assume that it's going to work in the NFL? If you yeah. look at the best coaches in the NFL right now, who, who was – uh, who was McDermott? Who who was McVeigh? Who was uh, Sean Payton? Who was these people? Weren't successful college coaches? The the the, me- the messianic college coaches were, for example, the Dennis Erickson that I mentioned before, who did nothing with the Colts in the nineties. It, it was uh, okay, fine. Jimmy Johnson 
we'll give Jimmy Johnson his credit. But let's look at right now, like Nick Saban in recent history came to the NFL, and that didn't work out. The, the, these these top tier college coaches, it is very rare for it to work. And in fact, it's even very rare for it to work where the NFL coaches go to college and see success. They're different games. What's working in the NFL is these guys who are smarter, these guys who can scheme, these guys who can create. Um, and, and that's not what Urban Meyer has ever done in his career. What he's done is no. exactly the things you talked about, Terry, is make the promises to the kids, make the payments to the parents, do a good job recruiting, and make his teams relevant. And that's Absolutely. not the job in the NFL. So why he's not qualified for the job he has. That's it's crazy to me. How there's, plenty of, there's plenty of people out there that are much more qualified to be a head coach, <laughs> and they didn't get the job over a guy like Urban Meyer. It's crazy to me. We, nobody said he was going to last more than three years. It looks like. I don't he's think he should USC, be fired right? what happened. Yeah, I mean it's, it's but it's to me it's not fire for what happened. It's it's what has he done to show you he's a competent NFL coach? He blew a lead against the Texans. It's not competent. Texans, Texans, Texans the worst team with their worst backup team in the, quarterback. In the a guy yeah. named Davis Mills, a guy who we didn't know was in the NFL. <laughs> the longest <laughs> neck in the world. Yeah. Um giraffe neck. Yeah, so that I mean Texans are basically the worst team in the NFL and they lost to the Texans. Like, you know what I mean? Like Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence looks good. He but fine. he can only he can only look so good playing for that team that's unprepared for their opponents. It's crazy. If you're a Jaguars fan, you want to throw yourself through a, over a fucking building. 100%. You mean, you mean a team that fourth and one on the goal line <clears throat> chose to run a quarterback option instead of handing it to their running back or kicking a field goal? Yeah, exactly. In the half? Ref- yeah. Running with a quarterback from shotgun up the middle, <laughs> giving the defensive line time. To, 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 to get in the backfield. Good job. Having having your first overall pick, the future of your organization, run full speed into linebackers, the 230-pound <laughs> linebackers head first. From seven that's, yards that's, away. <laughs> that's the smart thing to do. Yeah, um, Yeah. So, so you're right, Stephen A. Smith. This isn't why Urban Meyer should be fired. There are other reasons. There are plenty of other reasons. Um, so we saw the game last night. Um, the... The Chargers are ex- as exciting as it gets. Darren Waller is as exciting as it gets. And then he gets he makes a great catch, the biggest play for the Raiders so far in the game, when they're down big. Uh, <laughs> oh, Eagle, thanks for getting the video. Um, he spikes it here at no one in particular. D- does he even spike it? He kind of just yeah, tosses it to does. the ground. I mean... No, he slams it. He slams it. But so... Why is this There's another penalty? angle where he slams it. But why is this It shouldn't penalty? be a penalty. He didn't. He didn't taunt the guy. He didn't like turn around, stare at him, slam it in his face, spin it in his face. He just excitedly. It's the same thing as like when defensive linemen kind of like they celebrate after a sack. It's not taunting. You're just happy. You just made a big play. There's nothing wrong with this. It's the no fun league for a fucking reason, man. It's the no fun who, league for a reason. Who was asking for this rule? This guy, Mr. John Mara. Yeah, but that's it. Like 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 Joe Joe Mara. But is it, really is it Joe? Joe? I forget who's in charge now. It's one of the Wellington. No, no, his name is Wellington. A guy named Wellington. No, Wellington's dead. Wellington's dead. Wait, no. Isn't Wellington Jr.? No, John Mayer is the owner of the Giants. Oh, John Mayer. Okay, yeah. Um, well, he hired a guy Wellington who didn't know what a computer was. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And a coach who said that if Bill Gates, uh, if 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 Excel is going to win football games, Bill Gates would be successful. I mean, I mean, hey, could have been worse. Could have hired Urban Mayer. <laughs> I guess. I oh, buzzing. Um. But all that to say, uh, I, I just don't like. I understand, you know, you add horse collar because it's for player safety. You 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 you, uh, you say you don't want to kick well, off twenty five. That was because of Terrell Owens, right? When they broke his ankle. Yeah. 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 And and you change where quarterbacks get hit because Tom Brady. You're protecting <laughs> the most valuable assets in your league, and that makes sense as it, from a business perspective. Who is it hurting if Darren Waller spikes a ball to no one in particular and runs back to his huddle? It's not teaching kids to play football the right way, Pease. How have you not figured this out yet? So, last I checked, uh, t- these NFL players didn't go to teaching college. They're not teachers. They are NFL <laughs> athletes. They're not. Their job is listen, not to teach. Was it Shaq or Charles Barkley? Yeah, that's the one. Charles Barkley, as he said, we're not role models. Go ahead, Terry. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that we're not. These players, you don't want them to take it overboard, you know, to eliminate fights and whatever, and for it to get out of hand. I get it. But the rule but already like, existed for those things. <laughs> they exactly. already had that rule. So I don't know what their idea of changing the rule was. Like what it was like. And how did the NFLPA agree to this? My guess is to get something back in return. I, I actually the, I don't think it's part of the, the the CBA. I think it's something they can they can manipulate through the uh, the not rules committee but the competition committee. 
but they're gonna uh, use this okay. in a bargaining piece later with the union. Like, oh, so okay, we'll uh, give you celebrations back. We'll give you celebrations if you give us three uh, percent more revenue. Oh my god. Uh, all the players should be like, keep your fucking celebrations. What, we'll make we it talk- boring, and you won't make any money after this. But we talked about it during the time of the uh, of the CBA when we said, yeah, the NFL CBA is run by a bunch of anti labor lawyers, and it's a really <laughs> weak CBA, right? So that's that's a perfect example of that. Um, Brady beats the record. He throws for more passing yards um, than anyone in the sport, and. Uh, there's something really important we need to talk about when we get there. But first of all, I just want to remind people that the way he broke the record was the NFL referees spotted the ball in the wrong place. It was challenged and reviewed. They respotted it. So the most anticlimactic moment, as a guy breaks one of the most incredible achievements in the NFL, they then go out... At his former home turf, by the way. On his former field, exactly. Like it, The storyline writes itself. It's It's this great narrative. Um, instead, it's just sort of this passing moment of like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, Tom Brady broke the record. Let's put up a, a thing on the screen real quick. And then I want you all to remember that when Drew Brees broke the record either last year or two years ago, he was handed not a plaque, a laminated piece of paper. The NFL, the biggest sports giant in the world, this is how you celebrate your greatest achievements. They also a stopped lami- the game to give him that, eh? They stopped the, stopped the game to say, "Here's it your." It was piece a of laminated, paper. like like cardstock. I don't. Re- I don't remember this at all. I remember Anthony Calvillo. They gave him like the number, like gold plated. It was like a trophy made up of the number of twenty six thousand, whatever it was. That's what not it, even show, the NFL, Terry. That's show me, show me, show me Drew Brees's trophy or whatever it is. It. I'm gonna find it. Yeah, it was, I'm sure it was, he got. I'm sure he got something at home. Well, maybe like, after the game, yeah. but like. That's your moment to celebrate greatness on national television. Not even like a gold-plated play paper. They didn't like stop a... the game for Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was a weather delay, but give it 48 seconds. Yeah, yeah give good. him something. The guy wants seven Super Bowls. <laughs> Make it a clip you can run on IG. He's, more, he's won more Super Bowls than any organization in the yeah. history of football. He also is at least 500 against every team, all 32 teams in the NFL. He has at least a 500 record against. I've said this team before, but if I hear somebody say something about Montana, stop, or Brett Favre, or I don't know who the fuck they're gonna come up with, the, Johnny the United. Time, well, here's well, you won't be surprised. gonna show Terry the most important story of the night. I'm gonna find the the thing in the meantime. Keep talking. Jake Wineke. Um. Drew Brees breaks the record. There he is. He's holding the piece of paper. That's what it is? In the football. Yeah. And it, he, that's the guy who brings stuff to the Hall of Fame. No, he's the Hall of Fame guy. Or is like, he a Saints yeah. guy because he's wearing black and gold? No, or no. Like David he's, Baker. Yeah, he's the, yeah, NFL, Baker, he's the yeah, Hall of Fame guy. Yeah, he, he inducts See, people into the, the Hall of Fame. The little piece of paper. He's given a, non, a, a non-framed laminated piece of paper. It's not even framed. They could have gone to the dollar store to buy a frame. It's literally sold at the dollar store. This is unbelievable. And leave, they leave didn't it to even the NFL. do this for Brady. That's the other thing. They didn't even <laughs> give Brady a piece of paper. It's because Brady made them look stupid. That's why. But, like, you can make an argument that, like, everyone kind of knew this was going to be, like, Breeze's last season or maybe one to go. Brady, like, he's still going to go for it longer and everything. Why wouldn't you do it for him? You knew it was going to happen. He also – it's also one of the most impressive records in the NFL. Like, it's a big it's, – it's almost a home run record, right, for football. It's the biggest counting stat there is, is passing yards or, I guess, passing touchdowns, which – if he doesn't have, it's the first. Team. It's the first stat you look at for quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. You always look at the yards. Um, but that's that's not the, that's not the big story. Eagle kind of ruined it. Or I, I uh, the re, the real big story of the night is what was going on with Steve Belichick. There's another clip too. I gotta try and find. Oh, it's so good. What's up with uh, that haircut, though? Uh, Joe Dirt. Perhaps is he is he doing a uh, is he growing it up for Halloween like Aaron Rodgers says he is so he can be um, he can be Tiger King for Halloween. First of all, who's Steve Belichick? He's a Bill Belichick's son. And what uh, does he coach? The, well, special it, teams. Sorry, I think he's on special teams and defense. <clears throat> yeah, um, I'm not sure. I think it's special. Uh, he's been on some of those moments, right? These are those Tom Brady moments. Starting to get into some. He, of those lo- he looks nothing like his right? dad. These are those Tom Brady moments. Starting to get into some of those. Like, this is one of the this weird, amazing. This is one of the weird That's times where you you think to yourself, man, I wish you got Bill's looks. 
really, yeah, this guy's this guy's a weird looking motherfucker, man. He is currently the outside linebackers coach and also uh, used to work as the safeties coach beforehand and is a defensive assistant. Nepotism. Whoa. Nepotism. No, he's actually part good at football. I know. I mean, he's he's he literally been... are the son of one of the greatest coaches of all. Yeah, time. because who who has a specifically outside linebackers coach? Like not linebackers coach, well, outside linebackers. You're the talking... NFL. No, it's the NFL. Uh, Terry, you're, you're talking to the uh, to a Dolphins fan. Uh, there are two offensive co- there's a run game and pass game coordinator, and no one is sure who calls the plays. I'm I'm being fully serious. Not a single person in the national media knows who calls the plays for the Miami Dolphins. Who has two offensive coordinators? Nobody knows. One and three. Just saying. Nobody yeah. knows who calls the plays. Yeah, the last time the Dolphins won, they were beating uh, the guy with the mullet that we just saw. So. <laughs> can can we also just talk about the game for a second? The game was actually trash. It was a shit game, as far as I was concerned. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, it was raining. High. I didn't watch the whole game, but it was raining. It wasn't fun to like. It was a one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you you want a game like that uh, to to give us sort of all of the fireworks, but <laughs> the rain made it so that uh, it just wasn't as exciting as it could have been. Uh, now but, last night's game, that was fun. If if the Raiders won, I would have went up like. 25 units. Yeah. I went so heavy on the Raiders and they fucking Dave Derek Carr fucked me, man. But so fuck me. It's like I was telling Graphite Duke today. Why? Like so if you look at if you look at the Raiders team and you look at the Chargers team and you're choosing the, the best 22 players. This happened. Well, and well there that's it. Is. Okay. Super long. No, they had, they had a they had a, a closed door. Belichick went into the locker room after the game and they spoke for 20 minutes. Yeah, I know, but but why? <laughs> like, what are you hiding? What is this? It's Billichek. He doesn't. He doesn't so want to show. It's Billichek. Doesn't want to show his card. He doesn't want to be know, a distraction and get caught in a bar. Fair, fair. Um, he probably he probably went in there to Tom Brady and said, "Listen, man, I gave you that fucking win because you gave me seven championships. But stop telling people you're better than me." <laughs> and then they fought shirtless. Um, and they then they banged as usual. Yeah, yeah. Um, the. What was I going with it? Yeah, so if you take the twenty, if you if you take the Raiders and Chargers, and you're choosing the twenty-two best players on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball to start, mm-hmm. are you just choosing Darren Waller from the Raiders? No. Go ahead. I like I like Rugs. I like Jacobs. Yeah, Rugs is not Jacobs is not Eckler. Rugs is not Mike Williams, and Keenan Allen is the best receiver on the field for both teams. Keenan Allen's the best receiver on in most games. Um, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the like you. I'd rather, you went so I'd heavy rather, on the Raiders, but dude, the Chargers are so much better than the Raiders are. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather Justin Herbert over Carr. I'd rather yeah. Keenan Allen over. Who's the number one receiver in Oakland? Is it Rugs? Uh, Hunter Renfrew, I think, is the number one. Guy. I guess it's Hunter Renfrew because he gets the most targets. So we'll say Hunter Renfrew. He ran that sick ra- route. He ran that. Uh, oh out, yeah, that was the China route. The touchdown. touchdown. Out up and out up and slant. But like even Derek Carr, like overthrowing Henry uh, Ruggs. How do you overthrow Ruggs? The guy's the fastest human of all time. Second of all, that pick to Buda Baker on the th- not Buda Baker, um, Derwin James. I always mix those two up to Derwin James. Like, what were you doing there? And he, he almost got picked by Asante Samuel like two drives before that. Like and it just Samuel just slightly slightly mistimed it. As soon as I gave Carr too much credit in our group chat, as soon as I did that. He fucking screws me over. He's, look, he's fine. He's the same. It, it, there's a whole group of guys, I would say, like like the Matt Ryans of the world, where if everything is perfect on your team, you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. But he's not a guy who gives you a chance year in, year out, the same way like the elite guys do, like Pat Mahomes, the same way I think Justin Herbert will be. Given that, by the way, Justin Herbert so far in his career is Dan Marino. Sorry, I remember saying oh, he's better than Dan Marino. I cleaned up. I cleaned up last night on, on Hot Streak, though. Perfect timing. That's pretty good. There you go. Yeah, I, I, I what is hot streak, Terry? A hot streak is the uh, it's the best in play fantasy app you can ever play. Go to Hot Streak Fantasy only on iOS. Use promo code Hot Sauce. They will match your initial deposit with a bonus. Use the promo code Hot Sauce. Support us. Support them. It's the best. Last night I I made I made a bunch of bets. I had one on Derek Carr completing on, on his next pass under nine and a half yards, and accidentally. I put Justin Herbert for his next rush to be over two and a half yards. Motherfucker took off for like 15 yards, gave me a little yeah. boner, won some money there, won some money on, won some money on rugs, won some money. It was great. It was just a good night on hot streak. Not hot so good night on the, on the other side, though. Hot streak's great on a night where there's just a lot of offense and and the, a lot of these night games have given us that. So absolutely agree. 
Um, I I was betting blindly on on baseball, and I want to bring this up uh, to you quickly, Terry. Um, so football gave us sorry, baseball has given us some great moments this year, right? Like the the cornfield, what we just made fun of with the NFL that they don't know how to celebrate moments properly when it comes to spiking a ball or giving a piece of paper to to Drew Brees. Baseball does the celebration right in terms of the Hall of Fame, in terms of the the cornfield game, in terms of all of the pageantry that surrounds baseball. Sunday was the best night of baseball, best afternoon of baseball in my life. All those, all those games that started at 3 o'clock where we had the, the Yankees in play, the Red Sox in play, the Blue Jays in play, uh, the AL was being decided, um, we, Shoei Otani and, and, and the Angels were up. Um, it was a great, great, great night of base, uh, afternoon of baseball. Because of NFL football, I watched zero seconds. And here's an example of one of the things that was happening instead of me paying attention to baseball was this clip right here. All right, we go to the um, oh, no, this is, bottom of the fourth. This is how it, been a rough it feels to be a baseball fan. for this young fan. So he had this foul ball that he could not make the play on. Then this ground ball he couldn't make the play on. As Ackley swings and misses. And then the ball boy said, well, let me get And they couldn't, I mean. But he got the ball. But Michael. he got the ball, and he's a good sport about it. Third time's charm, man. How exciting! First of all, but so, this is what I this is what I don't understand about guys. Sometimes, if you go to a baseball game, just wear a t-shirt. No, no, I, I wear a shirt. No, it's because you went to a dinner beforehand. You want yeah. it to be nice and spec and everything. So yeah, if I'm going out, I'm going out. Barf. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't wear t-shirts in public. I'm not a child. Um, I I feel like you need to wear one item of the team, like a hat or like a hoodie. I might do or, a hat. I might do a yeah. hat. Um, I don't do jerseys. I do a fleecy. I don't. I just don't like the way t-shirts look on me as i'm aging to be honest well, that's a good point i guess yeah. i feel like, but like, like i'm getting close to 40 man like i don't look the same way as i did when i was 20 when i wore a t-shirt I'm a, I'm a jersey guy depending on the sport to the game like i'll wear a habs jersey to the habs game you know whatever um i won't wear a football jersey i'll wear like a cowboys hoodie if i go to a game uh baseball the hat all the time that's it man it's like I, but baseball jerseys are sick i think i might get a nice baseball jerseys uh, are sick, jersey. to be honest i have a couple but, to Pisa's point, though, why would you ever watch a baseball game hoping someone in the crowd is going to make an oopsie when you can just watch actual NFL football and have this happen? Leave it to the Lions, huh? If this happened to either team, I wouldn't be surprised. So, <laughs> similar to that guy unable to handle the 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 uh, the the, the uh, Balls hit towards him in the in the stands, um, and even the ball boy tossing him the ball. Jared Goff unable to handle a snap. It hits him in the shoulder. It bounces into the hands of a defensive tackle. And the reason I'm bringing it up Terry is, what chance does baseball have when they have their best um, lineup of games in a quarter of a century? And instead, week four, uh, Lions Bears outrates them on national TV. What chance? What chance does does uh, does baseball have? To, to, to uh, not much, man. But the thing like, is, that's crazy. They can do. Like, think of it. Like they had all their marquee franchises in the AL, right? They, they had the they had the excitement of uh, the Red Sox need to win, the the uh, the Yankees need to win, and they need to defend it from Canada because here comes Toronto. <coughs> it's all the stories you want. You have Vladimir Guerrero's son involved. You have the the, the best thing we've seen since Babe Ruth and Shohei Otani. And instead, we're watching Jared Goff shoulder fumble a ball. To the, is that even an interception? Is that a fumble? What is that? It's, it's got to uh, be it's, a fumble. It's a fumble. fumble. It's a fumble because he never threw the ball. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with calling that stat just Lions. Lions. Just call yeah. it whenever that happens. Did you? you Lions. Hey, uh, it's a 15 minute, 15 yard penalty for Lion. Yeah, because Lions. Yeah. For Lions. Because. Lion it would become synonymous for like a like a fuck up, you know. Fucking guys pulled a lion. Yeah, but also, I don't think that would be a, a lion. A moment of respect for Toronto Blue Jays fans uh, because they missed the playoffs by one game. Mm -hmm. So thank you to them for setting up the expectations for the Leafs for the upcoming uh, NHL yeah. season, where they will also be missing the playoffs. This is just the oh, end bush they won't for the miss, long season. They won't miss the playoffs, Eagle. They'll lose in the first round again. Um. So yeah. So so. Uh, that happened, and I, I thought it was an interesting contrast to see uh, how the dude fumbling with the baseball. Is that how 
Rob Manfred feels every time he sees the ratings. Is that just <laughs> it? <laughs> how he is on like a Saturday morning? Open the paper, like ah, why can't we? Why can't I'd be we curious to know what the, what the ratings were, like what the difference was between NFL Sunday and and playoff baseball. Oh, clinch baseball. It's not really. I looked playoffs. it up. The NFL did win. It, it was closer than usual. The NFL did win the ratings, though. However, I don't remember what they were, unfortunately. But I do I do remember looking it up. Can I give you a bigger fumble that happened this past week? Yes. Say you are commissioner of a women's league of mm. soccer, and one of your coaches is been accused of sexual assault, and you decide to not investigate them and let it happen, and then they go to the news, and now the entire league is shut down, and you have to resign. Just as we talk about Ruben Meyer covering stuff up when he was at Florida, just as we talk about Joe Paterno covering stuff for Penn State, here we have. Uh, a coach in in um, Paul Riley National Women's Soccer League. Paul Riley, who's who's one of the the foremost coaches in the National Women's Soccer League, and and here's we'll, we'll let the story play, and then and then Terry and I will talk about it. Uh, make things a little serious before we get to rapid fire. Uh, Megan Rapino into the top corner. Outrage tonight from one of soccer's top women players reacting to allegations of sexual misconduct by coach Paul Riley. Megan Rapino accused the National Women's Soccer League of failing to address allegations of abuse against players, writing on Twitter, men protecting men who are abusing women. Burn it all down. Let all their heads roll. Riley is the third coach since August to be fired over allegations of abuse. The North Carolina Courage let him go after he was accused of sexual coercion by former players Sinead Farley and Mana Shim in a bombshell article in The Athletic. Farley says Riley coerced her into a sexual relationship when she was 22 and recruited her to three different teams he coached. Her Portland Thorns teammate, Mana Shim, says she was manipulated by Riley as well. Farley they said were brought back to Paul Riley's house after a night of drinking out with a team, and he encouraged them to kiss in his apartment. In canceling this weekend's games, league president Lisa Baird apologized to the players and staff, saying, I am so sorry for the pain so many are feeling. Back post, Alex Morgan. But star player Alex Morgan says she reported Riley's behavior back in 2015. In a statement, she said the league was informed of these allegations multiple times and refused multiple times to investigate the allegations. Riley has denied the allegations. He has a huge role in the professional league, but he also has influence across the entire sport. So there was always a level of concern that something still might happen to them. Dana Jacobson, CBS News, New York. So, so I hate when they say that. It's like, oh, he had influence. Like, if we're if we're at a point where, and obviously these are all just allegations, but when there's smoke, there's fire. Um, if at the end of the day, this guy is 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 doing all these things, his influence goes out the fucking window. Well, if I meet should. somebody, if I meet somebody, and I'm like, oh, this guy's a nice guy, and then I find out two minutes later that he murdered somebody. Yeah. Then his in his in his his nice guy thing is gone. So what you're saying is you wouldn't have kept Aaron Hernandez on the team, right? So like, no, no, I would have said it's a theme running through. It's a theme running through the show tonight, right? Like that's it's literally the thing without even realizing that's what we're doing. That's what we've been talking about for some 40 minutes now, right? Yeah, Terry, I think it's more on the lines of if you're not a star player, or even then, I mean, the the women's league isn't exactly the most predominant league in the world that has a lot of visibility on it. If you're someone... Though it has increased in the past couple years. Absolutely, yeah. And I hope it increases even more, actually. It's a great sport to watch. Like, women's soccer in the Olympics was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think what's happening is because he was so high in, like, the, the elite squad of the league management and everyone, any Anything that kind of got funneled up got drowned out, essentially, right? So it, it took much more predominant star players to finally make some noise in a bombshell but, article to make this come to light. But so, so here's the thing: is whenever an article like this comes out, and I love the athletics reporting. You guys know I'm I'm, I'm an avid supporter. I, I I send you guys stuff from their site because I'm I actually pony up the little bit that it costs because. Me too. Every I year. forgot because I forgot to cancel it, and I always forget to cancel it. But yeah. in the end, I'm always happy because the the. Um, the, I have great stuff to read great. on the toilet. I Absolutely, have great stuff it's, on the it's, toilet. The great, it's it's like they they timed the articles perfectly for his shit. Um, yeah. they're just long enough. And so, but the thing I always think of is, that's there's no said. there's no way the first person they're going to is the athletic, right? They've they've gone to speak to people in the league for sure before they go public with this. Chances and, are, if some there's an allegation, chances are that they've already spoken to whoever's in charge of whoever was being alleged. 
or whatever was being alleged. So they, they chances are they spoke to a coach, spoke to a trainer, spoke to a GM, spoke to anybody before they went to the athletic. If the reason why you go to the media is because your voice isn't being heard. Absolutely, absolutely. Or else you go afterwards and say, see, this is what was happening to us. I reported and look what good a job the league did. Look what a good job the, 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 the ownership did. Now, like, Eagle, to your point, you say that like, it's, uh, it's because it's, it's women's soccer and it's not vi- visible. We talked about a case with Penn State and Joe Paterno, the, the, the height of the sport. We talked about cases with Urban Meyer. We've, talk- we've seen cases with the Chicago Blackhawks. This, is, unfortunately, has happened for decades, and it's been covered up by organizations. And, like, Terry, to go to your point, is if we hired somebody and found out that person was a rapist, they would instantly be fired. Instantly. And, I mean... And we would help the person go forward to the, to the authorities because, Jesus Christ, that's a crime. You committed a crime. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to help you cover it up. It's not gonna dumb, I don't understand it. I You're basically an accomplice it. at that point. You are, so you go from A, you go from A, uh, not supporting the person, to B, not being an ally to, to, to people who are disenfranchised and who are, who are legitimately suffering at the hands of a criminal. And then C, you're then implicating yourself and your organization. I don't understand why you would do it. It makes no sense. I don't get it. People, do, people don't do things for very weird reasons. And people do things for the yeah. even bigger reason, for even worse reasons. The fact that, listen, I'm I've I'm not a huge fan of Megan Rapinoe. I think she just likes to yell and stuff, and she just likes to yell things and not do anything about it. But if these things, if Alex Morgan came out in 2015 and said something and nothing is done, then everybody since that point needs to be looked at, be reviewed. Absolutely. That's and, and, at and the end of the day, that's what it is. Yeah. We heard from, um, please forgive <clears throat> me, I forget her name, the the new commissioner at the National Women's Soccer League, the uh, the previous one. Lisa Baird. Step- Lisa Barrett, that's it. Um, she, the the previous commissioner, did step down uh, as a result of the scandal as well. So, um, hopefully, some changes coming, and and we'll see uh, what it comes to. Um, I I honestly like, I'd like to have shows where we just joke around about Urban Meyer. I don't want to be talking about these things. It's unfortunate that it's still a story. It's unfortunate we still have to. Um, and I look forward to one day that I could come in here and just fuck around with you guys. Um, <laughs> so let's do it. Let's let's end the show by by uh, by screwing around a little bit. It's time for rapid fire. All right, rapid fire time, boys. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we have another story of potential abuse on our mm. first one. Pez dispenser in a tweet. I what was on there. <laughs> NHL veteran goaltender Robin Lerner accused Philadelphia Flyers coach Alain Vigneault of handing out prescription drugs to players, even without a prescription. Vigneault has responded. They've had a meeting with the NFLPA and the trainers and everything, and they've apparently figured it all out. What that means, we're not exactly sure. We'll find out later. But here are his comments. A.V. Robin Lanner said some inflammatory uh, things about you and the Flyers yesterday. Would you like to respond to that? Uh, well, I don't know uh, the young man. Um, two things he said about uh, me were <coughs> I was a dinosaur. I consider myself experienced. Um, dinosaur, I mean, you could say it with experience you become a dinosaur maybe. Uh, but um, I do know I've been coaching a few years. And uh, I am tough, I am demanding, uh, but I care about my players. I want, I want their best. You know, through the years, probably there's some guys that have liked me and some other guys maybe a little bit less, uh, but I've, I've done it with the best intention, with respect. And uh, like I said, I, I don't know the, the young man that, that, that said that. So as far as the other thing, uh, me uh, pushing pills, um, uh, I don't need another income. Um, I have no idea where, where that comes from. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, I, I have no idea. Yeah, so with screen, when I saw Robert Leonard's tweets, I was like, I don't think he ever played for Vino. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. So this, we can... Everybody knows that it's a thing in professional sports. That everybody pops pills, painkillers. It's obvious, and and we know that there's players out there. Much a lot of Tom Sestito came out and he played for the Flyers, and he's like, I would just be given drugs, like I would just be given this and given that. And I'm there's I'm not saying what Robin Leonard isn't true, 
But if you have no proof, you can't say it. Well, but he publicly. says he, he says he has proof. Uh, the tweets. But he he came back and he took it back though. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, like, I like Leonard. He's a good guy, yeah. and he he stands for a lot. Right. He also is the only one defending Evander Kane, an imperfect messenger. Like we often say about guys like Harry Irving, right? Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing is. Uh, you know, similarly, I, I started thinking about that, and I was like, "Well, I don't think he played for him." And you guys know, are know the NHL a little bit better than I do, so I was, I was hoping you were going to say either he played for him or didn't. But um, no, yeah, you mentioned it. I'll just bring it up. Him. Apparently, Evander Kane submitted a fake proof of vaccination, and that's how he violated the COVID protocol. By the way, that's the investigation that's happening. I digress. Imagine, go back to imagine you're a professional athlete and you have full access to getting vaccine, but yet yeah. you have to fake it. Imagine which living, is imagine living illegal. in part of the world where you get free medicine and most of the world dies because they can't and you pretend getting med- medication but i digress uh in the case yeah. of robin in the case of robin leonard though and, and, and alan vino here's the thing though i i i was ready just to hear alan vino give a regular denial but instead he spent most time talking like being offended that uh robin leonard called him a dinosaur which you know it's not about your age he's referring to the type of coaching and and the yeah. mentality of the guys who push the push the drugs although i don't think it's different with young coaches or new coaches the other thing is he kept doing this on i purpose, don't know how Pino has a job never never refers to leonard by his name kept calling him the young man as a way to diminish his credibility uh to me that that kind of indicates eh, maybe vino not such a respectful dude i can see why no no a lot of people don't like vino but a i can see why players would go after him specifically right a lot of guys have come out and said they don't like him yeah, it's a very yeah. like they they'll be like, oh, he's a good coach, but yeah, yeah, he rolled me hard. That's what they say, you know. Like, yeah. it's, that's what guys say when they don't like somebody. All right, next, Federal X Field's finest. The Washington Football Team's facilities were raided by federal agents last week, and Director of Sports Medicine Ryan Vermillion was taken into custody. Question mark. <laughs> yeah, <Who? laughs> Ryan Vermillion. Vermillion, by the way, is a shade of red, so he works for a, for a company. Whose color is the same as his name? Um, that's always always a, always a favorite. Um, he's he is the what is he the director of sports medicine? Director of sports medicine, yeah. Apparently, it's not related to his job uh, in the NFL, uh, but yet another potential stain for the Washington Football Team, who seems to be one of these organizations once again who hires people with questionable backgrounds. Uh, he worked with Ron Rivera in Carolina as well. Uh, we don't know what this is, but I thought I want to put this on the script because it actually this reminded me of something. I thought this was gonna get lighter, but I guess I was wrong. This reminded me of something that happened to me in my previous work experience, Terry. I was working at a, an organization, uh, and one day I show up, and at the elevators, there's police tape blocking it. And I said, "Well, this is weird. This is a, a high-rise downtown. Uh, it's weird that I can't get into the building, basically." And then uh, I get a call from my boss saying, yeah, work's canceled for the next couple of days. Uh, stay home. We'll figure it out. And what I find out is a, a dude who was working on my floor for the company I was working at was being arrested for uh, trafficking in child pornography. Nice. Um, so, and it was a very harrowing feeling. You never think you're going to work, you know, some 20 feet away from somebody who uh, is doing that kind of thing. So I don't know if it's that, but... <coughs> I know, like, I've been in that situation where, like, authorities are coming to literally raid to remove properties to get uh, to get evidence from someone's workspace. It's a very strange feeling. I've been around a guy who, um, I'm not going to say where, but he used to always carry a video camera around him. And uh, his son was, uh, was a hockey player. And um, he used to always record his son or whatever. It was, we always found it weird. The guy was just a little weird. He ended up going to jail for child porn. That's awful. Like he's in jail right now. So we don't for know. For life, I think. I just want to clear up that we don't know that this is the case for Ryan Vermillion. I was just drawing a parallel of evidence being taken from your workplace because you obviously did something terrible. <laughs> did, you, uh, did, you see, uh, did you see that movie uh, Clickbait? That show Clickbait I haven't seen on it Netflix? Yet. I haven't seen it yet. There's kind of something similar there. So you should check it out. It's a good show. I've been watching Squid Game though. Like I'm on the last episode of Squid Game right now. Woo-wee! I, I haven't, I haven't yet caught up. That's another one that's uh, on my list. I'm oh, worried. I'm worried because it's a reader, because usually when I'm watching TV at night, I'm not, not in really shape to not be reader. reading subtitles. Not a reader. It's not a reader. Well, it's not in English, is it? It is in English. Oh, it is. Okay. It's uh, voiceover. Oh, that's fine. I can do that. Yeah, but there is. You, you have the subtitles just in case because when you're looking at somebody talk and they're speaking 
and they're not line up. You know, it doesn't line up, then you you'll obviously read a bit, but it's really not that bad. It's like Casa del Papel. Exactly, it's exactly like that. Can I take a shot at potentially why they raided the facility? Go for it. So, right. what if Project Prism? Here comes some reckless speculation. <laughs> reckless speculation. What if Project Prism, which is the project that Edward Snowden told us about, like mass surveillance and everything? Mm-hmm. They happened to get information from the Washington football team about what their next name was going to be and that it was Ryan Vermillion is the one who suggested it. It was so bad they had to arrest him. The Washington Vermillions. Got it. It's possible. Actually, the, his hard drive just said, keep the team named the football team. There we go. All right, Imagine. next. Straight out of middle age, uh, the NFL released its halftime show lineup for 2022. Um, it's safe to say Donald Sterling won't be watching, as well as a whole bunch of other individuals who have attributes in common. <laughs> it's Dr. J, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Mary G. Blige will uh, be performing. So That sounds like a fucking good Super Bowl show. It does. You know what it also sounds like? The people in this room are old. And here's here's well, why. 90s are back in style. I remember I remember uh John Fogarty playing uh at Thanksgiving uh during a Lions game. John Fogarty, the singer and guitar player of uh CCR Clearance Clearwater Revival. Um and I remember telling my dad, I was like, isn't he kinda old? And my dad said, turns to me and says um, whenever you recognize the axe at the Super Bowl or at the or at a Thanksgiving game, it means you're old. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And so, like, that just means the things we found the coolest, right? Like, like it's it's just music for old people. Like Snoop Dogg is like sixty years old at this point. You have to you have to like people watching the Super Bowl aren't kids like twenty twenty two year olds. So these mumble rappers, you put them on there, it's gonna be lost. Guys watching the Super Bowl, especially there, are like guys like our age, like thirty to forty. You know, we have like six fantasy teams. Like these are the guys that are watching football and they know Dr. Dre. They know Eminem. They know Mary J. Blige. They know Snoop Dogg. This is perfect. And to a lesser extent, they know Kendrick Lamar. Like it's I think it's great. I mean, yeah. every, every year the fucking Super Bowl halftime show is a crapshoot anyway. It doesn't fucking matter what you put up there. I never watch it. I have zero interest in watching. I actually have zero interest in watching this one, too. So for me, it doesn't change anything. All it is is just fucking. There's yeah, gonna it's be the some time for the wives to, come to the living room with fresh beers. That's exactly what it is. Exactly, we we yeah. go out, we go get food, we go take a dump, get ready for the second half, and in the meantime, our wives aren't hating us for taking a dump at someone else's house. But I love that that tweet. Though. I'll be I won't be watching, obviously, because you wear sunglasses <laughs> in your profile picture. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Snorting whiskey and drinking drinking propane. It appears as though Montreal Canadian center Nick Suzuki has a new nickname. People have dug up some uh, old posts uh, around him when he was playing for the junior team. And apparently he's going to be referred to as Nick Suzuki of Superior Propane from a previous post when he was playing with the uh, the Owen Sound team. I don't know where this comes from, but the tweet is from 2018 or something. Like, it's a long time ago this nickname okay. appeared. Okay, so... So I think that this is how because hockey players they like to use weird terms. Mm-hmm. So I think when you call somebody he's gas, like gas is like a good thing. Yeah. So he probably said, "I'm not just gas." When you say he's gas, but he no, gas like he's, he's a spokesperson for the company Superior Propane. Because he he called himself Superior Propane once because I think somebody called him like fuck Suzuki's gas like he's well, sick. but he's he's a spokesperson for Superior Propane the the company now now but he has after been. he said that. After he said that, is it is it after? Because I thought yeah. it's been the whole time. No, uh, no. I, I thought it was just like it was just like LeBron was like, "Well, I, my nickname is Nike," <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, which at least at least is the goddess of victory. At least that makes sense. Uh, when I saw that, it was like superior propane. And for someone who who's got a smoker, I was like, "Is superior propane just wood and charcoal? Is it? Is that what superior propane is? Because it's better than propane." Um, I don't even know what it is. I think it's just the name of the company. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, the, the name in itself makes no sense. Is there, is, there, is there grades on propane? And is Nick Suzuki the best version of that? No. All right, there we go. All right, <laughs> Nick next. Suzuki, liar. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. The Giants defensive back Jabril Peppers was uh, em- empathic. That yeah, his emphatic team, was the word. Emphatic. Emphatic. Uh, that his team would take the ball in overtime with this clip. You're our visiting team. You have the choice. This is tails. This is heads. Heads is the call. And it is heads. We want that motherfucker. That's why we tried to kick it. Kick it that way. No, he said. He didn't say I want that. 
I don't think he says, I don't we want that ball, fucking eagle. You could turn it off. Hear it again. I heard we want that motherfucker. Yeah, that's right there. I don't think it's we want that ball, fuck him. I think it's we want that motherfucker. Um, and you I, see the other guy? The other guy's like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, he lost. Like, you, you know, lost. Lost the there's nothing you do. Um, this is the stuff I always want to get with the NFL films, and we only ever get a coach saying something useless, like, you got to go out there and do your job. Like, yeah, okay, useless. Useless sound. Okay. Thank okay, you for Jeff once. Okay, Jeff Fisher, stay eight and eight. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for once giving us something of entertainment. Uh, Jabot Preppers, now one of my top favorite players in the league. Just because, uh, nah, that that wasn't enough for me. No, no, that wasn't enough for me. Nah. What, what's he gonna do? What's the next step for for Jabril, Jabril Peppers? Uh, he's gotta like lay somebody out. He's too much for me. Like he's when I watch when I watch the Giants play and I watch him out there, like, he seems reckless. Like I don't I don't mind when guys like take like liberties and stuff like that. Oh, I wish they have a personality. Bit. I don't like. I know he can't cover uh, anything. He, even at that, like he talks about himself as if he's like the best safety in the league, and it's like, yeah. But isn't that it? Isn't that like the the? That's why I didn't really the like supernatural Richard arrogance. The supernatural supernatural arrogance that comes with being a pro athlete, like you need to always believe you're the best, and that leads you to celebrate a coin toss this way. Because oh no, no listen, I get that. Work. Yeah, I get that. We've spoken about this before too with fighters. Fighters always they have to consider themselves the best. If you go into there and you don't think you're the best. Then you're gonna lose, right? That's just yeah. basically what or you it might is. die, you know. Or yeah, it's a chances of death. You know what I mean? So Jabil, I don't know. I just he kind of I don't think he's that good. Like I think what's he's the, he's he's got highlights and he's got big moments, but I don't think he's that good of a player. So what's the thing? I like Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams is like my guy. Fair. What's the thing you can celebrate in a workplace the way he celebrated winning that coin toss? Something as ridiculous as Jabil Peppers winning a coin toss. Uh, some um, walking into work and my the building being taped off for whatever reason, not the reason that it was taped off for you. But I would do that exact same dance on the way home. All right, Eagle. Uh, is it when I show up for coffee with you? For you? I mean, that's not bad either. I would know candy is probably my thing if you show up with candy. That's true. Or when I call you from the from the uh, the the corner store and say, uh, Eagle, I'm at the corner store. What candy do you want? Yeah, that's not bad either. That's I like that too. Uh, I like I like getting to work and coffee's made. Or I like getting to work to find out someone else has done something, like just because they weren't busy and did something for me that I would have had to do. Love that, love that. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and our last one, uh, going nowhere in a hurry. Um, this has almost happened to me once. Almost happened to me once. Have you ever realized you're in the wrong lane when you're driving, like either on a one-way? I one was literally or... in the wrong car, Eagle, so yes. No, but it's different, though. It's what do you mean car. wrong What lane? if you're driving in the opposite direction? I failed the driver's test because I, I, he told me to turn right, and then I turned right, but it was a one-way street. It was like a trick question. No, that's, they're actually not allowed to do I that. know, but I'm old. It was a long time ago. Anyway, <laughs> um, so this clip has been going around the internet. It's quite lovely, actually. Let's see if uh, it loads up properly. Yeah. Okay. That's an image. No, it's a video. It's just stupid. Hold on. Ego, why are you twitching, man? You're having a rough time. I'm not time, twitching. Huh? It's because Facebook is stupid. Yes. Okay, it's go. not me fault. It actually is Facebook's fault. It's not rendering properly. Let's see if we can get us again. Excellent. I'm so happy we chose to do this. Yeah. No, this video <laughs> sucks. I can't show you. Aw, what a way to end it. Why are you <laughs> scrolling? Just play it. It's because it's scrolling for me. There it is. There it is. Okay. What did he do? He turned, he, cut somebody off, and seems to have crashed into someone's fence. Both cars. I saw. I saw. I saw a video once of a, of a truck that uh, the tire popped off, and it bounced, and it it hit the the roof of a car, like the 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 hood of a car, mm -hmm. and the car flipped over like six times. That's like the, the the tire popped off, and the tire landed. Well, we saw it here was bouncing. Too the, here too, the tire popped off. And, the, the and it landed on the hood of the car, and the and the and it just like made the car, the back of the car, go forward. I think everybody died. Like, there's no way that people didn't die there. That's awful. Yeah. And one thing I did say uh, to myself when seeing this video was, uh, to be fair, when you see Chick Fil A on the other side of the road, you turn. Yeah, you turn. It's, you have no choice. You gotta do it. Did you see? Did you, you see the, the? Is a viral video. It's a guy's like. He's like, dude, what's, he's recording his buddy. He's like, what's, what's your girl doing today? He's like, oh, she's hanging out with her friends at Chick-fil-A. So she shows he shows him the messages, and it's from his girlfriend, and it says, I, hey, I'm at Chick-fil-A. I'm hanging out at Chick-fil-A with the girls or whatever. 
So the guy zooms in on his phone and it says Sunday. So then he's like, come with me. They get into the car, <laughs> they drive to Chick-fil-A and he's like, and he's like, it's closed. And he's, the guy's like, you can see, he just realized that his girlfriend lied to him. He's like, it's closed because Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. Now you got to know this shit. Mercedes-Benz Dome um, in Atlanta has a Chick-fil-A on every floor that's closed whenever they play a Sunday game. True story. All they play is Sunday games. In case, in case the Falcons are ever good enough for a primetime game on Thursday or Monday or Monday night. They get America. one a year, maybe at home. Yeah. America. Um, so that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, Terry, thank you for everything you've done. Eagle, thank you for everything you've done. We don't even get to talk about the rain delay at an indoor field. Dude, so many things this week because of Urban Meyer and his dick. Um, thank you, no, to Urban Meyer's fingers. dick. You wrote the script for me this week. Um, honestly, it's been a fun show today. Uh, I do want to thank everyone for taking the time to watch. And of course, if you have not yet subscribed, please do so. It's really important to us. That's what keeps us uh, around. So please do like, do subscribe, do rate, do review, do listen, do watch, do all the things you're doing. Thank you for everything you do. And thank you for letting me be myself. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. work.